Welcome to Grow Up, insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. This Dr. Pepper I'm drinking, by the way, is delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a, not a paid endorsement for Dr. Pepper, <laughs> by the way. Hey, my name is Jason Parkinson. Mark Hammer is here, and this is the Grow Up podcast. It's a podcast all about uh, using technology to help your business grow better. So welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, Mark. Today's topic is chatbots. Chatbots. Yep, that's right. And you know what? Um, there's six things you need to know about chatbots. We're going to share those with you coming up and also talk about how chatbots can really help sales and marketing operations to help your business grow better. Absolutely. But first, pardon the disruption, Christy has a look at how technology has disrupted an industry. Thanks, Jason. Twitter founder Jack Dorsey's friend Jim had a problem. He ran a cash-only business and found that he was turning away potential paying customers. That led to Square, one of the pioneering examples of a mobile credit card reader. Now that a simple smartphone add-on can process credit cards, small business owners of every variety are able to open up their payment policies. That helps delight customers who don't carry cash and helps businesses grow better. I'm Christy Sparling with another great moment in technology history. Jason? Thanks, Christy. So chatbots, this is a thing that I think a lot of people have on their mind, um, but they don't know they have it on their mind. And I think I say this because if you look at Google, if you remember that uh, keynote that they did where they made that phone call to the um, using artificial intelligence, they made the phone call to like the restaurant and placed an order and they set up a haircut appointment. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Oh, I do. So that is cool. not necessarily chat bot, but it is conversation with an outcome that is that is positive like yeah. and it's all done with a computer artificial intelligence and really when you start looking at how chatbots can help your business from a sales and marketing perspective i think that that it's it's definitely something that's going to help you scale a little bit quicker in terms of being able to serve a bigger number of people without the need to hire a lot more staff in your organization to do that Chatbots can handle a lot of customer service questions. Yeah. In fact, if you think about a park district, for example, right, um, a park district that we work with, they have um, a ton of different programs. They've got soccer sign up for kids. They've got open swim time at another facility. They've got golf uh, that they do where you can reserve tea times and they've got, you know, different opening operating hours for all of these locations. Right. And that is a great candidate for a chatbot to provide information to a consumer. So that when somebody's on their website, right, they can just ask the question, hey, what time can I play golf tomorrow? And the chatbot using AI is smart enough to know, well, the golf course is open from this time to this time. And there are currently tee times open at this time, this time, this time and this time. And which tee time would you like? And then the person can respond, great, I'll take a tee time at 9 a.m. And then the chatbot can say, great, what's your name and phone number? The person responds, boom, chatbot books it logs it into the park district system person shows up and has a great experience zero human interaction and that answers the question that they have quickly yes which is what they're looking for they just want a fast answer you're right a fast answer and a lot of times they don't need to talk to a person to do that and if you think about other ways of using chatbots, especially like in the B2B space, I think you think about chatbots in a uh, consumer-driven model. There's a lot of uses. But in the B2B space, I think people are a little more hesitant. But let me give you this example, right? And this is an example that we actually use on our own website, onefire.com. We have some chat um, functionality embedded across the site, one on our blog posts. We've got one that's embedded on our homepage, one on some service pages. And there's some chatbot functionality built into that that's designed to 
to qualify leads for us. So we because we talk a lot about things like artificial intelligence and AR, VR and chat bots, we have a lot of different student groups that are writing research papers or things like that that come to our website and get information. And so we have a bot in place where it kind of understands if somebody's talking to us just to get information about this tech or if somebody's talking to us with the intention to actually, you know, purchase this tech. And so based on that kind of pre-qualifying that happens with a bot, it'll automatically route to a salesperson when the time is right instead of occupying a salesperson or a customer service person's time um, just fielding questions that aren't going to turn into business for us. Right. That's just another good example of kind of how that can be used in the, um, you know, in the B2B space. But there is, you know, we talked about artificial intelligence a couple episodes ago and how it relates to SEO. But there is a lot of AI and kind of computer learning that that plays into chatbots. Oh, it, it drives chatbots because over time, chatbots are going to be able to remember conversations. So you're not going to have the clunky experience of constantly messaging a chatbot and then you talking know, to somebody different every time. Or, right. Yeah, or or yeah. a couple of or, you know, a, a ways down in your conversation. The chatbot has completely forgotten what it was that you came here for in the first place and right. maybe is missing context points. People tend to have uh, less patience with bots than they do with people. Hmm. So you need to write like conversational cues that are going to allow the chatbot to one remember what was said yeah. and then act on that like gather information that whole time and that's that's where the machine learning or artificial intelligence component comes in that's smart and that's the first thing on our list of six things you really need to know about chatbots to understand them uh, the second thing is really looking at how people are interacting conversationally as a whole. You think about the Amazon Alexa, you think about the Apple HomePod, you think about, you know, all of these different voice services, Google's home product, um, where it's, it's all about conversation and messaging apps as well, like your WhatsApp, your Facebook Messenger, um, even like Apple's iMessage and just texting, like they're overtaking social media completely too. Oh, yeah. Messaging apps have over 5 billion monthly active users. I mean, that's a ton. That's a ton. That's more than social media. And so people are used to having conversations and it starts to become this this method of having conversations with brands now, too. Right. And what that does is it allows like one general rule that should always be adhered to is go and be wherever your potential customers are. Yeah. And be able to answer their questions. Yeah. So if they're on messaging apps, you want to be on messaging apps. So let's talk about chatbots and how they kind of plug in there. Um, you know, one of the and in complete transparency here at One Fire, um, you know, we are a HubSpot gold partner. So we implement HubSpot's uh, marketing automation and sales software frequently to help to help companies grow better. Um, and one of the components that they have in place now is a tool that they call Conversations. Mm -hmm. And um, HubSpot's conversations tool is so cool and powerful. It takes the power of not just chat bots, but also the power of a live customer service rep and takes all of the different channels where people may be having conversations with you. Facebook Messenger, email, phone, um, you know, website chat, all of that and ties it into one unified inbox. And so what's great about that is. 
you know, a human can work right alongside a chatbot to help provide valuable information to, you know, to a an end user and do so in such a way that feels natural. It doesn't feel clunky or out of place, and it can kind of be a little bit fun, too. Similar to the example I gave you of how we're using it on our own website, um, you know, because messaging apps are so important now to people, uh, there are tools like HubSpot and others that can help you be in those channels and provide information, you know, in, in real time. Right. And that's really the crux, too, is chatbots are supposed to provide information. Sure. So they're not they're not a tool to be used to put your message on blast inside a messaging app. Sure. You're not looking to interrupt conversations. You're not looking to promote your business. Yeah. You're looking to be there and be helpful so that when somebody needs you, you're there with the information that they need. One of the things that I think is interesting is I read a I read a study about how when a person chats with a or sends a message through like Facebook Messenger, like their expectation is that they want an answer immediately and they will usually only wait up to three to four hours Hmm. before they move on. And they're like, okay, this brand's clearly not going to get back to me. And most brands and most marketers think that that time frame is more like 10 hours. And If you think about that and if you're like, oh, well, overnight, for example, right, like you go to bed at 1030 and you turn your phone off. And so now you're not getting your company's social media messages that are coming in um, and you maybe get to it in the morning. But that may not be good enough. And a chatbot can really help kind of bridge that gap between, you know, human and machine. That's a great point. You know, to to kind of provide that customer service in times where you are unable to. Exactly. Yeah. Bots don't need to sleep. So that's a great opportunity for them to step in and do some of that work for you. And it makes your customers feel like they are being listened to and they're being helped. Yeah. And I think that's kind of point number three here on this list of six things you need to know about chatbots is that people expect bots to deliver answers quickly, but it's not just bots they expect to deliver answers quickly. It's your company as a whole. Right. So you have to just you know pay attention to that. Um, number four on this list, chatbot use is growing rapidly. So according to Forrester, 5% of companies worldwide said that they were using chatbots in 2016. 20% were kind of exploring using them, considering using them, and 32% had a plan in place to use them in 2017. That's interesting. So, and, here, and here we are now years later. Yeah, 2018, and that's – yeah – Chatbots are here. It's not a futuristic thing. They are here today. They're being used today, and they should be used by you. Yeah. If you think about, um, you know, and and again, I'll reference back to like Amazon's Alexa, right? A great example of a chat bot is right there, except you're just using it with your voice, right? I can say, Alexa, add, you know, uh, sugar to my shopping list and Alexa understands what I'm asking and takes right. action on that for me and provides me with feedback to say, hey, I've, I've added this to your, you know, to your list. So, yeah, that's a great, a great point. People are using it now. Um, let's talk about utility bots. Number five on this list of six things is utility bots are the future. What do you mean when you say utility bot? So in contrast to an informational bot, a uh, utility bot is something that like helps users solve a problem. So this is really what you're what you are picturing when you think about a chat bot. Okay. An informational bot 
is essentially like a like an alert that you'd set for an updated sports score. Okay. So you would tell a bot, hey, you know, let oh, me give know. Give me the score when it changes. Right. Okay. What the Red Sox are doing. Okay. And then it'll tell you, you know, it'll feed you that information at the appropriate time. Okay. A utility bot is something you would use to book a flight, order a meal. Uh, so it's know. something that will take action on something, your behalf. Yeah. Something that will take action on your behalf. Yeah. Interesting. And that is something. So uh, in China with WhatsApp, like that is a regular part of life. Wow. And it is it is weird for people that either visit there or live there to go anywhere else because, and I'm quoting a HubSpot article here, it feels like they're stepping back in time. <laughs> they're that that advanced in that chatbot world. Huh? That advanced and that integrated where it's not odd to them to be in their messaging app. So Facebook Messenger might be a more you know relevant example here mm-hmm. in the United States. But it's not odd for them to be messaging with their friends and then have, you know, remember they need to do something. I need to make a doctor's appointment. Yeah. And so then be able to do it right there. Right. Right then and there in that same channel, they'll call up the appropriate chatbot and say, hey, make me a doctor's appointment. Crazy. And then through, you know, three or four questions later, that appointment is booked. And then they can go right back to chatting with their friends. See, the reason that I'm a little bit leery on that type of a thing. Now, I guess doing it through a bot where I can see it is fine. I keep going back to like Amazon and Alexa. You know, Amazon's been trying to push purchasing through Alexa, right? Where you say, hey, Alexa, um, order me this or add this item to my cart, right? And my struggle with that is when it comes to e-commerce, I know that HubSpot has a research study out that says 47% of shops or shoppers actually are open to buying items from a bot. But when you start looking at bots that deal with voice and bots that deal with text or images, my challenge with bots that deal with voice is that I can't see what I'm ordering. You know, if I'm ordering trash bags, you know, I'm I'm expecting a you know, they're going to send me a 50 count of glad trash bags. OK, and I get that. But maybe they're like the wrong size for the trash can I have or like right. all of these different you know things that could happen. I guess they're doing it through a, you know, a web browser chat or an app, you know, at least gives a little more. Comfortable. And the chatbot can pull up images or or confirm. You sure. Know, say, hey, is this correct? Yeah. These kind of things. And so and and maybe the maybe the doctor's appointment was a little extreme. Maybe the use is more ordering a taxi or an Uber mm-hmm. or something that has lower yeah. stakes. Schedule me glaucoma surgery on the 15th of. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> but but the, but the point being, it is yeah. not out of place at all for those kind of interactions to take place. And again, it doesn't seem like a marketing action. It mm-hmm. is a the, the goal is to be helpful so that. The, the marketing piece is your company is the most helpful and easiest to deal with for that person. Interesting. So that's why they're going to do business with you. Yeah. They're not doing business with you because you've told them a million times that they should. They're going to do business because you're making it easy. Really, yeah. really easy to do business. Oh, that is so true. That's so true for me too. Man, you know what? I'll, um, I'll call out a couple of companies that, that we worked with. Um, one, um, and when I say worked with, I don't mean like us as a, as a company, one fire. I mean like my wife and I, when we're, when we're doing business with companies, one just has to do with, with, um, online grocery shopping, right? And so I order my groceries and I get, 
you know, I pick them up. And companies who make that easier are way better. And in fact, as much as I um, dislike the experience when I walk into Walmart and um, and big, big box stores like that, as much as I dislike that experience, I love their online experience. I get the best of both worlds. I get my low prices and I get the ability to pull up in my car and have somebody loaded into my trunk so that I don't have to go into the store. I've done the same thing and it is exactly that nice. And they know from their app when I pull up, like all of that just makes it less, less resistance to get that done um and then okay so number six just moving on here in the list the six things you need to know about chat bots number six is that successful bots are helpful and i think that's a pretty obvious statement right yeah that that's really the main takeaway of chat bots in general is that the goal of creating a chat bot is it's supposed to be helpful that's the that's the driving idea behind this is you want to help your customers or potential customers and that's really true of everybody involved with your business you want to be helpful all the time chatbots are a great way to support your team in doing that so how do i do this if i'm a smaller medium business like where do i even begin to build a chat bot for my business well believe it or not uh, hubspot offers this kind of technology to businesses today and if you partner with a company like OneFire. Shameless plug. <laughs> we can help you, uh, you know, set something like that up and start using it. Yeah. And the thing that's cool about HubSpot is that the cost is so low, like it's so entry level for businesses to get started. Um, HubSpot actually acquired a chatbot company called Motion.ai a couple years ago, and they've completely integrated that into their conversations tool. Um, So it does make it very easy. A series of if then statements and just kind of building out the structure of what you want your bot to ask and what the reaction needs to be, depending on the feedback from the customer. Absolutely. And uh, it becomes pretty turnkey and easy yeah and if that if that sounds daunting even coming up with that conversational structure that's what a strategic partner is for yeah that's what exactly. a digital partner is here <laughs> to do is to help you figure out what that copy should look like how it should work and you know make make the experience more helpful and easier for your customers yeah and by all means these are things you can do on your own um you know, first and foremost, but if you if you find yourself running out of time or you need to prioritize some things like this that you just don't have the bandwidth for with your internal team, like there are companies out there, not just us, but others that can could certainly help with that, too. So, Mark, 10 second takeaway. So the 10 second takeaway on chatbots is that they are available today. This is not a technology that we're sort of imagining will be used in the future. In fact, uh, you know, in other countries, this is the way of life right now. You can get started through HubSpot. You can get started through other channels. But the point is that you should. And when you're building your chatbots conversations, make sure that they're helpful. Make sure that when somebody comes to your company's website and is looking for information, that they find that information and they find it quickly. Great. Hey, thanks. That's Mark Hemmer. I'm Jason Parkinson. This is Grow Up. It's a podcast about using technology to grow better. And if you have any questions or want to learn more about any of the topics that we've talked about today, you can, of course, visit onefire.com slash grow up. You can submit your questions there and we'll try and answer them on a future episode as well. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about USO. It's a brand new product that helps you capture leads and understand their shopping and buying intent um, in the process that deals all with AR and VR. So we're going 
going to talk about that next week on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have a great week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.